0: Hi, I'm Brett Terpstra, and this is Systematic on ESN. This episode of Systematic is brought to you by PDF Pen 7, your Swiss Army knife for PDFs. Find out more at smilesoftware.com systematic. My guests this week are Amanda Fabian and Paul Witten. Writers, I know for sure. Do you guys have uh, a longer title for yourselves?
1: Yeah, we're multi-hyphenates.
2: Do you have a minute? I do. Go for it. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Writer, creator, mm-hmm. dream maker. Yeah. Yep. Love taker.
1: L- yep. Yep.
2: Margarita con- connoisseur.
1: Yes. All those things.
2: Yep. Yeah. Pro- I can go on and on, but it's only an hour, right?
1: Producer,
0: looker.
2: Which one of you is the heartbreaker?
1: Uh, oh. That probably one. Mandy. Oh, that's so no, sweet. I was going to say you. Oh, I love you. You should see. I mean. His blue eyes are popping through this recording, I'm sure.
2: What? I couldn't hear that. Say again. Because your
1: blue eyes are so loud. <laughs> that's why. Yes, it's um,
0: definitely peaking on my end. Um, <laughs> so, so give us a little background. Where, where would people have seen your work before or where should they see your work? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what is your work?
1: Good question. So we uh, created a web series called Dropping the Soap, which is behind the scenes of a f- – boop, boop, which, which is behind the scenes of a failing soap opera. And um, we've been working on it for a little while, and we just shot wrapped. it.
2: We wrapped. Yeah, we That's just, what we're saying in the biz. Right. We wrapped.
1: We just wrapped, and we don't know where it's going to be seen yet because we the material is so good, thank you, that... Um, <laughs> That, that No, we got financing to do it. So People just saw some of the stuff that we had shot and liked it and gave us money to shoot a season. And so now we're going to get our season of 10 episodes and we're going to put it someplace. We don't know where yet. But we we kind of
2: want to keep our options open.
1: We're keeping our options open because we also were very, very fortunate to have some really great cast come on board, which is kind of the Hollywood dream.
0: Yeah,
2: the <laughs> whole thing has kind of honestly uh, been a dream. Yeah. I initially thought of this idea, came to Mandy, told her about it. She got so excited to write it. And I
1: mean, when you think of writing, you think of soap opera storylines. <laughs> I mean, that is just there's just nothing funnier than soap operas.
0: I suppose. So-
1: oh. How God. dare you?
0: <laughs> you, have, you have to
2: approach them with the right mindset, I guess. Oh, we did. I think. Oh, yes. Yeah. We it's, have. Oh, it's so much fun, and and uh, you've got to get the joke but yet uh, commit to what you're doing certainly as an actor and I'm an actor in it. Mandy's also an actor in it. Uh, Our other partner, Kate Mines, um, is also an actor in it. And so we all started working together to create this world and we had great people get involved that said, Hey, this is funny. I want to, you know, turn this on to a couple of people. And so we got some great people involved and, and kind of went through many incarnations of, Uh, uh, Different approaches Whether or not to get a brand involved
1: Yeah we had to deal with that for a little while Yeah
2: yeah, having a big powerful Agent and they were Awesome but you know uh, We just decided to make it very Basic get the show Financed which we did You know knock on wood Pretty quickly And easily once we made the decision to just Do it to just do it Independently and uh,
1: and it was really fun because we wrote, I mean, it was fun to write for people. Like we had the people who, we did an iteration of this a few years back um, when it was just for fun. It was like, hey, let's get together and make
2: a web series. And I've got a barn. She's got a tuba.
1: Yeah. We just did it for like no money. So um, these characters and stuff were really created for these people. And then it was fun because as different people that we had liked and worked with the new came on board we were able to kind of either they were perfect for a character that we already had or we got to sort of tailor characters to their strengths and you know we like to let people improvise I mean the scripts are definitely scripted we always try to get as scripted because it has a very bouncy kind of 30 rock feel um you know, it's it's just people rattle off at high speeds, <laughs> quick, fast jokes. But um, but also then people would come in and want to play so that we would get that, too.
2: Which nice. was, and I mean, yeah. they'd have to pay because yeah. if we went off script, we asked. how else
0: you going to finance a web series. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It,
1: that's kind of how we did it. Pay to play.
0: Yeah. So, so this is it's a series and you got to work in the serial format. I know uh, at least Mandy's done short films before. Yes. How do you, uh, the, the difference in writing a series geared towards characters, allowing improv and making a short film, how would you sum that up?
1: Um, the difference is like, I had actually started off writing movies. So I always thought of things as like a beginning, middle and an end. And then obviously that translates to short film Like I had done a lot of sketch comedy, so writing a beginning, middle, and end in three to five minutes was kind of easier for me. And then when we, I mean, and this was actually when we started this, I don't even know if I would have, I don't think I really knew how to do a series of ten episodes because I had never done that before. But the basic difference is you, instead of finding a beginning, middle, and end in story, it's more about a character and a situation. So each episode has a beginning, middle, and end. But but the, it needs to You also have to have the whole season Has to have a beginning, middle, and an end And then not even really an end Because then if you get a second season You need to allow for what You know, what might happen So really, the difference is Every episode will have a beginning, middle, and end But it has to be The overall story of it Has to be something that's like The story of your life Like, you
0: know, you right, can't the overarching plot lines
1: Yeah, if you're doing a show about A woman who's trying to find the love of her life you can't have her married in episode three right you have to like adjust and know that the story is her finding love and there's there could be a lot of years of story in that whereas if it's about her robbing a bank that's harder to get an entire season two seasons three seasons out of it so you kind of have to think broader with your with your story arcs for that But it was like, it's a jigsaw puzzle because our show is very much like a soap opera. There's cliffhangers. Like, it really, part of the fun of it is we start every episode with an actual soap. And
2: the. Which is called Collided Lives. Yeah. It's the show within the show. And it's it's ridiculous.
1: It's so stupid. But for
2: the first minute or two, we live in that world. So the viewer will get to experience the show. Yeah. And not too much of it. (laughs)
1: just little bits of it but what's funny is they do it so grounded like we're not making fun of soap operas it's actually more of a love letter to soap operas so it's funny but it's just real enough that you find yourself in these characters in these ridiculous Ridiculous scenarios but you're actually feeling for them like you actually wonder like oh will rose and gary end up together or because she was trapped in a well for 10 years and so now he married veronica but he's still in love with rose and it's tragic and you actually like i would watch it and get goosebumps and teary-eyed being like oh my god gary loves rose so much but his wife is in the way
2: really you would get watching our acting yeah i would
1: actually tear up i'm very invested what is that good i wasn't tearing up like oh my god i've wasted so much time this show's never gonna go anywhere
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i wasn't going there (laughs) it got dark right
0: (laughs) so do you prefer the serial format to film or do they both have benefits where do you fall on that
2: are you asking me or mandy
0: Uh, let's ask uh, mandy talks so much we'll ask paul all right that's not Uh, that wasn't an insult
2: no, It, it was. sounded she, like it, sounded, though, but, but I
1: get that it wasn't.
2: But she went to Vassar, I'm, so I'm, I'm sure vi- yeah. she can work through it. <laughs> I
1: am very keen I can discern those She's things. She's just
2: bright. You know? yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not as bright because I dropped yes. out of community college.
1: Oh, don't um, say it so like I'm that. So I'm like a 6 do <laughs> Don't say community college.
2: Okay, so I'll rephrase.
0: I'll rephrase. Sorry. I've let Mandy talk a lot. So, Paul, yes. how do you feel about the serial format versus uh, a long form?
2: I, You know, it sounds like I'm straddling the fence, but the truth is, i I really like both for different reasons. The serial format is is great because first of all, as an actor, you can get in and really get to breathe with a person and find them go with them on this journey. It's really fun. God, that sounds pretentious as it comes out of my mouth, but I really mean it you It's really fun to experience the arc of of a character continually um and at the same time doing a feature or, or a short film and getting to live in this wonderful world for a month or three months and then be done with it and it's forever preserved. There's also something really great about that. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, I, I love to work. So um, whatever, whatever uh, opportunity there is for me, whether it's film or TV, I'm basically for hire, and I'll I do think whatever. The term so
1: whore for a, whore a dollar, whore for a
2: dollar. But whore I don't think we're dollar. supposed to say words like that.
0: Oh, and, well, they're... there's a difference between enjoying working and enjoying getting paid.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> that's <laughs> <yes>. true. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I enjoy
2: working. I, I tend to forget about the getting paid part. To my yeah, point. and you know, and yes, that's so true. And I, I but I just love to work. So series. Series television has always appealed to me because I love to get up every day and know that I've got a job and go to work. I'm I'm very pretty simple like that. So I might I doing movies might stress me out unless I knew I had a long list of movies in the slate that I would get to do.
0: Mm-hmm. So would you say that? Uh, well, in in dropping the soap, do you guys write? everything at once or do you write week to week as you film?
2: No, I, I the way we usually do it together is uh like let's say I'll have an idea. I'll get together with Mandy. We brainstorm different things. We talk about story and character and then the way we have set it up is she goes away and she kind of pounds it out and breathes life into all of the things that we've discussed and then we reconvene And then we tweak stuff together. And uh, because our other creator for Dropping the Soap, uh, Kate, um, is wonderful too, then we come together, the three of us, and we go through it and we fine-tune as executive producers and creators and really kind of get it into the right form. And then we shoot, and as long as we get what we wrote, then we play.
1: And it's a pretty specific language. It's a pretty specific rhythm to the show. So, and also just shooting it. It's just easier to have scripts locked before, before
0: you move in. I guess what I'm wondering is when, when you're filming, I'm willing to bet that things come up, characters develop in ways that maybe you hadn't expected. And the benefit to me of a serial format would be that you can then modify, morph with the characters while still maintaining your,
2: your plot line.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, totally. that's a
2: great point. Because and we did that, and yeah. we had we really kind of uh, made it a priority to shoot this as much in order as we could. So we shot the first few episodes in the first week, and we shot the middle episodes in the second week. We shot for three weeks basically, and we tried to do it as much as we could in order. We couldn't always because of accommodating some of the wonderful people that we had that, you know, are on other series. And so that wasn't always the case, but it did come up many times where something would shift, and we were so thankful that we had mm-hmm. the ability to change it. Yeah, I, because I think... when you block shoot, if you if you just shoot everything out in one location, you're kind of stuck with it. Yeah, if things morph, you can't really unless you reshoot, <laughs> or you're really you really have a good editor, and. uh hmm then maybe you can tweak it, but yeah.
1: There's always like, I mean, if somebody comes up with a funny line or something on the day, that's always fun too, you sure. know? And it's fun to watch p- different people's interpretations of characters. Like the last week in the soap opera, we had an actor who, he was great and he played a villain in, the, in the soap opera. No, it was Patrick. And he, oh, yeah. he played a villain in the soap opera and it was hilarious because he was, he's supposed to be this, you know, this, can I say it? Can I say what it is? A va- uh, vampire? Can I say it?
2: I don't I mean, yeah.
1: Okay. That so means. he's plays a vampire. But he was playing this really evil good vampire. And I was like, all right, uh, okay, you're doing a great job of actually playing a vampire. Now I need you to play a vain soap star playing a vampire.
2: It's handsome <laughs> acting is it's what it's called.
1: So
0: what is an evil good vampire? Could it be uh, yeah. evil or is that a Vassar thing? Because <laughs>
1: Well, no. Is this going to require a
2: dissertation?
1: No, no, no. Meaning that his acting was very good, and he was going towards being scary and being a vampire. But but what we really, what world, she's saying
2: is what we really needed is for him to clench his jaw, just
1: be handsome, and, and look handsome.
2: His... Make sure he got his right angles captured on the camera, and and just a handsome act. Do you have yeah. him die about halfway through and replace him not... someone much shorter? <laughs> we can't tell you these things. Spoiler these alert! Are spoilers. I'm just but going you know for what? the Plan Nine tie-in. Oh my God! Plan Nine from outer space. <laughs> I, every time I would watch, uh, what is it, Vampira walk by with her her arms held out. Looks like she was drying her nails, by the way. <laughs> and she'd walk by, and you'd see these tombstones fall down because they're cardboard. Oh, I remember Watch seeing the that. clocks
0: in the background. It's clear that they didn't shoot in any
2: particular order. Oh, my order. God. It's the best. <laughs> Have you heard of Plan 9 from Outer Space? I have
1: heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Oh, my
2: God. You, oh, I'm Bella so young. Lugosi. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's, it's
0: life-affirming. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. People can, uh, can have fun with that one.
1: Oh, yeah. It'll
0: make you feel better as a filmmaker. No matter how, how right. bad you were, <laughs> you oh. would feel better.
1: It 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 fills me with joy to dance on other filmmakers' graves. The worst other the worst other people are, the better I am. That's my motto. Right. Yeah, I think
0: it's on my website. Is that a Vassar thing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that on the on the crest?
1: <laughs> yes. uh-huh. Yeah. How did you know? Did you go to? Okay.
0: <laughs> no, I went to art school.
1: Oh right. That's our right. our crest
0: our crest was like be, because you didn't fit in anywhere else. <laughs> right.
2: Or like me, you got
0: removed
1: well i think you're doing wonderfully
0: <laughs> thank you <laughs> um, uh-huh. all right so when and this currently is like if i go to uh dropping the soap online it just says in production so there's really no you you're not giving away any plot you, you're not naming any actors nothing like that oh yet. no
2: yeah no i can tell you we have jane lynch and uh we have Diedrich Tom Bader. Verica, Diedrich Bader. We have um, Missy Pyle. We have some great people.
1: John Michael Higgins. John
2: Michael Higgins worked uh, for us. And he's hilarious. Me- I mean, all of these people. Nadia Bjorlin, who is a gorgeous, gorgeous. I mean, look her up. Uh, she's on Days of Our Lives. And um,
1: <laughs> we got Mimi Rogers to come in, which that was such a talent crush for me. I love her so much.
2: Nice. Yeah. We got, you know, Patrick I, Fabian, Patrick Fabian, who oh, knew? He has the same last name as you. That's, it's
1: interesting, you know, and it really amazing. just, how
2: did we get Patrick Fabian from well, Better Call Saul?
1: I just want to point out that sometimes it does serve you to sleep with the writer. Okay. Just, well. just so people know if you're, if any of those kids <laughs> out there listening, if you bang the writer, you're likely to end oh, up on oh the show. God. Oh, am I allowed to say that?
0: I'm not. Do, I am not her. Do we it either her. way? Right. Um, <laughs> So I, can I ask you a question about Jane Lynch? Yeah. yeah. When it comes to parts, is she pretty much down for anything she thinks is funny?
2: You know what? I, I Jane Lynch. I I God, what can I say? She's amazing. Yeah. She saw some of our original footage and reached out to me and said, "Hey, what do you think if I show this to a couple of people?" And thanks to her. And and certainly everyone's hard work involved, and our director Ellie Canner, who's amazing. Um, it, it it was awesome, but I also really feel like at the end of the day, a lot of the people that we were able to get, uh, they got on board because of Jane Lynch. That's, that's the truth.
0: That's handy to have. I I ask because. I've seen her in so She just pops up everywhere. Yeah. And she's, I, I love her. I do. I I was never a Glee fan. You'll probably not appreciate that about me, but. I'm um, sorry, Jane. But Angel from Hell has been, uh, Jane is hilarious in that.
2: Jane yeah. is, I, I got to tell you, man, we were all just, we all had talent crushes. And yet she's truly, and I mean this honestly, one of the most down to earth people oh, you'll meet. Oh, yeah. So real... yes, to answer your question, She's down for anything. She'll play. She's a friggin' pro. Mm-hmm. She brings it. Um, and, you know, she has this great ability. Uh, first of all, everybody seems to like her, which is always nice. Um, <laughs> but she has the ability to take a line. And her turn on a line can make – make it, it, she makes anything funny.
1: Yeah, she really does. And is. I don't
2: think you learn that. I, I don't think – any of your schooling at Vassar? Or, I,
0: think yes. it's, I think it's the friends you hang out with in middle school that teach you that. I think it's the people you sit around watching Monty Python with that, you know, and, and MST3K, and you develop this wit. And I don't think that changes much after middle school.
2: Yeah, you know, I you may be joking, but I actually I'm think there's not. a lot of truth in that. <laughs> okay, because I agree with you. I think that really shapes your sense of humor, and oh. I think also whatever... Um, uh difficulties you have sometimes you know you you can choose one way uh which would be darker and another way which is have a great sense of humor and laugh at everything which is also on the flip side
0: uh, uh, every comic i've ever known in real life it is it was a decision between uh darker and comedy and comedy is often i don't know it's just the front half of darkness
1: yeah, you should support yes. comedy because otherwise there would be more serial killers. That's true.
0: <laughs> right. So
1: get out Mandy's there and incisive. laugh.
2: incisive, you know. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's always <laughs>
1: – And by the way, I have gotten funnier.
2: Right. Okay. Why am I, I'm not, it I develops. It sorry. develops with that root talent for
0: witticism. I yes. think it, it happens at a young age or it doesn't ever.
1: I had a very, very, very funny mother too. Like my mom was always like – you'd be like, why does – my sister get to go to the store. And she goes, because I like her better.
2: See, That's I would it. appreciate well, that. and you know, this is another, Mandy and I, I, I love working with her because our sense of humor is very similar and we have a great working relationship and we actually collaborated on a short film. Yes. W- called Killing Vivian. Mm-hmm. And the story of how that was born is <laughs> very funny to me. So I'm going to tell you, you can always edit this out if, if it bores the pants off you. But, We were shooting uh, one of the original episodes, you know, no money, all our friends with a tuba and a barn of Dropping the Soap. Um, And my dog, I had a 16-year-old pug named Hamlet, and he was nearing the end. And I was single at the time, and uh, I was like, God, this is really, it's going to happen soon. We're we're, I don't near know why I'm where, <laughs> we're near that point where I, it's really something I have to think of. And I don't have anyone to go through that with. And it's going to be hard because he's been with me for 16 years. And Mandy very lovingly, you know, said, of course you do. And I would totally go with you. And, you know, I'll, I'll be there for you and with you. Or if, that, if you can't do it, I'll, I'll go for you. Leave me the keys. I would totally do it. And, you know, we were both kind of tearing up and having this really lovely moment. And then kind of at the same time, we got this really sick, twisted look in our eyes. And we started talking about like, oh, my God, what if what if I started showing up at your house like at two in the morning, scratching on the window and like seeing the dog sleeping on the floor? Is "Is it now?
1: Is Is it it time? (laughs) Like
2: trying to kill my dog. And that's how this story. Killing Vivian came out about two friends, myself and Missy Pyle, uh, who is trying to kill my dog.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, not that's nice, a- but that's exactly the kind of thing my wife and I talk about almost every night. Not killing dogs, but those, <laughs> right. twisted, those twisted, what if, and then we have a good laugh and no one ever hears about it. So maybe we
2: should do a web series or a short film.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, like- you
2: should. Yeah, you- but it, taking something dark and making it funny was the point of that 14 minute. Um, explanation, <laughs> but you know, I, I, that's something that was a really sad kind of dark thing, and we were able to
1: oh my god, it turn crazy. it into something
2: I think is really funny. I don't know if they can see that anywhere. Can that is that somewhere um, to see it's
1: on a website called Seed and Spark, actually? Oh, great, seedandspark.com.
0: So, what was the outside of your immediate friends, what was the general public reaction to killing Vivian and that dark sense of humor?
1: Oh, they loved it,
0: oh, they loved it, <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I mean. Because nothing actually happens to the dog. So you get to ride that fine line of like people are a little afraid for the dog's welfare. And it's just it's just a really it's such a stupid scenario. And they they both actors just handled it with such finesse. Like we do everything with a, uh, it's not sketchy. Like it's not it's not broad. It's like just real people in really like heightened circumstances. And oh, people loved it. It won it won awards. I like it. Yeah, I did a lot of festivals. It was like it was my first time directing anything. So that was very exciting that I got to do something that I just worked out.
0: That's been creepy. the uh the, the the beauty of the internet for me, which I'm thirty-seven and so half my life has been online. And uh finding out that while my immediate family thought I was extremely morbid, my friends half the time didn't get my jokes. But <laughs> then once I had a broader audience <sighs> I found people with the same sense of humor as me who who could laugh at things you know, like tweets. You don't have a lot of room to explain. <sighs> so people either get a dark joke or they don't. Yeah. And so, I don't know, somehow I've developed a good group of online friends who who get it. And, and my sense of humor doesn't, uh, it's not as much of a uh, handicap as I thought it was growing <laughs> up always getting yelled at by everyone that's inappropriate
2: <laughs> oh inappropriate is our middle name yeah that's our sweet spot <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah i picked that up about you in the uh pre-show <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we, we're doing this anyway so i'm okay with it
2: yeah thank you thanks for understanding. And do you find that you uh, brett do you find that more people uh respond the more inappropriate you are that People come out of the word work and say, oh, my God, someone else thinks like me or someone else can laugh at something morbid like me.
0: Yes. More Uh, than it alienates. Well, see, I think it's about equal. And what happens if I cross too many lines, my audience starts to shift (sighs) to not people that are maybe darker than I want to be on a daily basis. (laughs) So I try to gear my sense of humor and temper it so as not to alienate the people on the more appropriate side of things too much. I need them around to balance me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But I thats that. it's different because mine's a day-to-day communication, whereas if I were putting out a short film, I would go as dark as I wanted because people are going to like it or they don't, and why not express myself there?
1: We definitely, I mean, Paul and I bring out the worst in each other in that way. <laughs> I mean, we go so dark and then kind of like with a shrug and a smile go to everybody else and be like, so we don't have to use it.
2: <laughs> but but
1: if everybody else thinks it's funny. We and there could... was only
2: one example in Dropping the Soap that we actually didn't
1: cut that we cut that yeah. we cut
2: and we <laughs> changed, which was probably a good call because <gasps> so, some people would have covered their mouths and laughed their their butt off <sighs> But some people might have been like, Oh what did oh my they just
1: say? God. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but I kind of like I, I as a kid, as a very little, very small, tiny, wee kid, like barely oh. able to comprehend. God, you're still I remember so thin. All, all in the family. Thank you. Yeah. Ben Help Um Norman Lear and his sense of humor and his <laughs> sensibility, I think is genius. And yeah. so I'm a I'm a product of that a little bit, where I think sometimes saying things that other people may feel is not politically correct let's say uh shines a light on things starts conversation shows ignorance of someone even if it's guilelessness Archie Bunker said so many things that were offensive but you liked him because he wasn't a mean person no well
0: and and most people especially in in that era could relate to him you know either themselves or through immediate family members so there was a it oh, touched yeah. on a spot that a lot of people were becoming aware
2: of at the time, yeah. but it
0: did in a way that wasn't apologetic.
2: Right. Which I think made people rally around it even more because it felt honest. It felt organic. It felt like someone was saying something that really would happen and they weren't trying to soft pedal or...
1: Yeah, we had those talks a lot about things like... Because we pretty much go after everyone, but we have some kind of racist, kind of sexist, kind of homophobic, ageist. ageist, like we kind of go after everybody but it's not in a mean-spirited way. It's taking this world of sort of what feels like a dinosaur of television or what it you know, and um and and we just we set, we make fun of the worst of everybody, which is what's I mean, it, but we but to do that, we really had to examine like the worst. Like we had we had these people be pretty terrible but lovable at the same time. Well, by
0: by bl- overstating it, does that, in your opinion, if you overstate something like racism, sexism, ageism, whatever, does it then become something you can laugh at and, and perhaps learn from?
2: I, I think so. I would like to – I believe people are good and I, I believe sometimes people lack the experience or the intellect or the knowledge or – the openness to accept people. But I think sometimes when they see it mirrored, even if they don't admit it, I think sometimes they go, wow. That's yeah. wow.
1: <laughs> I think getting people to laugh at it dissipates it.
2: I do too. And it's it no one's mean spirited. Like there's no one in this world that is well, I guess one. But <laughs> but but okay, maybe four. No. Uh, but most people are not it's not about people being mean spirited and saying things that are cruel it's a there's a guilelessness and um these people live in a bubble what's important in their world and what they're exposed to in their world is at times myopic but it's never it's never to be nasty and i think that's important i mean to me i think as a as a creative person i like to expose that kind of stuff and be able to laugh about it because i think And you can start a conversation and
1: well, that's also I think that's the job of comedians like nobody wants to talk about death because it's a taboo topic, right? It scares the hell out of everybody. It's everyone's like worst fear. We're all gonna die. Which is exactly why I want to joke about it every day, all day. Right. <laughs> and like, exactly. Because I feel like, you know, well, let's get in there. You know, it's not like it's, it's not like it doesn't exist. So if you have a good laugh about it, I think it at least lets people look at it for a second. That's the only way it's ever going to go away or change. I actually think it's a real catalyst for change.
0: If I'm, I too. if I'm watching a stand-up set and the first or second joke starts with, so I'm going to be a dad, um, I am... I, I I get bored really fast. But yeah, if this first out. or second joke is something about death, then I am intrigued, and then right. I want to see the rest. Right. This episode of Systematic is brought to you by PDF Pen and PDF Pen Pro. PDF Pen is the Swiss Army knife for PDFs. And PDF Pen Pro is the knife with so many tools that it can barely fit in your pocket. PDF Pen Pro has all the standard tools to add signatures, edit text and images, perform OCR on scanned documents, and export in Microsoft Word format. Only PDF Pen Pro can create an interactive PDF form, build a table of contents, set document permissions, and convert entire websites to multi-page PDFs. PDF Pen Pro 7 also adds easy editing of OCR text from scanned documents as well as export in Microsoft Excel, Microsoft PowerPoint, and PDF Archive formats. You can try the free demo download of PDF Pen Pro 7 today at smilesoftware.com/slash systematic. Alright, so we have a we have about 20 minutes left uh, pre-edit. Let's uh okay. let's jump and do some top three picks. Okay. So the way this normally works when there is just myself and one other guest is we do one at a time back and forth. I don't know how many we're going to have today, but I will let you guys decide which of you or or together is the first pick.
1: We do everything together. And our, everything
0: first together. Pick our first pick
2: is, is angel, angel from, from Touched hell. by
1: an Angel touched
2: oh, Touching right? Angels. <laughs> Nice. No, no, no. Touched right. by hell. Nice touched, touched by touched hell. Touched by
1: an angel from hell? I touched can't by remember. hell. Okay, right.
2: Angels.
0: Hell's angel. angels are touched from hell.
1: Angel from hell. That's the
0: weirdest Woodstock documentary ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so what, what exactly is the pick? Is it Angel
2: from Hell? Angel yes. from Hell.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
1: That's our pick. We love that show. Love it. And we love.
2: And Jane Lynch and Kyle Bornheimer. Kyle
1: Bornheimer's so friggin funny. He's so funny. friggin'
2: funny. It's love funny that it. I saw so pick. I know. Well, don't think we didn't notice that and kind of look at each other like, what happened, Spanky?
1: In the research we did, grabby was one of the, right? One of the adjectives used to describe Brett is grabby.
0: Steals picks. I've also been called fisty but in, in more confrontational situations than uh, than bedroom.
1: It sounds a little confrontational, okay.
2: Wow, in a good
0: way. Oh, is that I where mean, you got
1: the nickname Sir, Sir Smacks a lot? Right. Because I wasn't clear what that, where that came from. That got may it.
0: be circulated behind my back, but I'm not currently aware of it.
1: Okay, so you say. Anyway.
2: <laughs> can I go dark on a pick or should do I it. not do a do, pick? Do you want, you guys
0: want to do two in a row? Oh, oh tell you me the can. rules. I don't know. I, how many total do we have here?
2: Do you I each have 3? I could on three? forever. You're going to have to stop me. What
1: well will well, we well,
2: I just wanted to I, I want to pick one more. Can do I it. pick one more pick, just because pick I love away, it. Baby. Do it? And I haven't been this moved by a movie and this challenged by a movie in years, but if you have not seen it, please see Room. Oh god. Really? Yes. I haven't I haven't even heard of it. Okay. Brie Larson. Uh, Jacob Tremblay, this nine-year-old boy—they're both fantastic. The movie is harrowing. It's harrowing. What and genre would this fall into? Horror? Oh. No, <laughs> it's
0: not
2: horror. No, it's it's, it's 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 dramatic. It's suspenseful. It's um, so well crafted. Lenny Abram Lenny Abrahamson, I believe, is the name of the director. God, I sound like I'm trying to plug them. They don't need my plug, but. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's at times hard to watch, but I don't think that should scare anybody away because I actually think that there's a hopefulness to it at the end. Or maybe I'm twisted.
0: Well, the meta- uh, Metacritic rating looks like it's 8.3 out of 10, which is pretty good.
2: I was just knocked out. I was knocked out in that theater watching that. Uh, it managed to really make me think and move me and i had a visceral experience with it so that would be a pick
0: all right i'm adding it to your notes that sounds wonderful i've actually horror and suspense i i i I shied away from for years i just got tired of paying to be scared yeah i understand like i i got really into um action and comedies despite like for the first 25 years of my life i hated that stuff and then I kind of went, like, full throttle you the other direction. You uh, hated comedies? No. Well, I guess I hated stupid comedies. I enjoyed dark comedies. I loved Cohen Brothers and everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, Dumb and Dumber, I wouldn't even sit through. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. never
2: seen that. But i got to say, I can't wait to see Hail Caesar with Julian oh, Arminante, <laughs> I believe, Ooh, has something yes. in that. yes. This I'm also very excited show. about that. Also what? Also in Dropping the Soap, Julian i And Arm- also been on my show, so and also it has a great web series called Kittens in a Cage mm-hmm. which is I had a great time with that one which is amazing she's so talented yeah she's
1: incredible
2: we all have talent crushes on her as big well big time
1: yes in fact i'm thinking of just making her executive producer right let's just do that and let yeah. her be in charge cuz yeah. she's that good
2: yeah. Yeah. seems reasonable yeah or we could make her our third pick
0: oh uh, well, that, that gonna, would be i'll <laughs> throw a pick in you guys can decide okay so my first pick is it just came out today, but this episode won't be released until this is somewhat old news in the software world. But Day One Two came out, and it's a journaling software that I was never a journal writer ever. But this Tell software, me about it. <laughs> this software turned me around, and I had a great time because it was just geeky enough, and I could integrate it into all of my other services. And then I wrote a script called Slogger that became popular within this little bubble I live in, and uh, it. Takes all of your tweets and your Instagrams and your Flickr photos and your Facebook updates and it puts them all into your journal automatically on the day what? that you write them, so you can kind of use social media as a journal. and uh, And and I had come to rely on that for remembering what I did last week. and uh, And the new version came out. It switched formats for storage, but they made it really easy. I think almost intentionally for me. To, uh, to port Slogger into the new version of day one, which now allows multiple journals and multiple photos per entry, things like that. So that's, that's my plug. I'm
2: very appreciative for the Slogger backdoor and it's an awesome app. I don't know what language you're speaking about backdoors and sloggers, but so the <laughs> app is called day one. <laughs> yes, and, and now it's called day one two.
0: So uh... one spelled out and two numeric. So Which, it's day twelve. Oh, okay. they, you, right. Day they are 12. as conflicted about that naming convention as I am, but technically I think they're just calling it day one and the current version is version two. Day one, version two. <gasps> that Got actually it.
1: sounds amazing. That and sounds amazing.
0: Just for the record, when I first published Slogger, uh the title of the post was A Social Logger by Any Other Name Would Have a Better Name. <laughs>
2: That's funny. But I like Slogger. <laughs>
0: Social logger. It was a last-minute decision. Anyway.
1: I like it. I like it. it. It's a little dirty. um, I know that everyone here hates children.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I like other people's kids, kind of. Okay. Well, then you can let them know. No one's listening. Let's
2: just talk about this. Do you really like their children? You can.
0: In small doses.
2: Very small. Like, microscopic
0: well, I mean, if you get too small a dose, like if you just you, there's a baby crying behind you in line at the coffee shop, that's not fun. But, you know, my niece comes to visit and she's cute and funny and extremely independent. And Oh, well, if they're I cute, like well, if they're I mean, cute, it's OK. That's yeah. true I mean, of everyone, though. Yeah, we can't. I mean, they have to be cute. I don't care you are. I mean, we're not you monsters, are. you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: I happen to have two of them.
0: They are Of cute. those
1: that shall not be named. And yeah. they are very, very cute. They th- that cute. does
0: make it easier, right?
1: I will say this, though. The other day, my youngest was playing piano and singing. Just random words, sometimes gibberish. And I was just watching it and thinking, I could watch this for another 10 minutes. And then I realized that the babysitter, I was like, oh, th- this isn't adorable for you, is it? This is no. not adorable to you. And she <laughs> looked at no me and one. just smiled. I was like, oh, my God. <gasps> oh, my God. I, my I,
2: babysitter hates my children. I, no, I just,
1: I was like, I need to make it stop. Like, to you, this is noise. To me, I'm like, the angels oh. sing again.
2: What Do you know what we were doing before this broadcast or this recording, Brad? We were harmonizing to Cowboy Take Me Away by the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Very yeah, well. I'm oh, my that's not, right. <laughs> Did a good job. So oh, we but, just sit around and sing all the time. And so do her kids. I assume you have this recorded as well. I can make no. it the intro piece
0: for the... We'll just, I mean, we're we'll we'll happy to do it. Now. I guess we'll have to reprise it. We'll have to reprise <laughs> right. it. We'll All right. Well, that. bouncing back to you guys, what would your next pick be? Mandy,
2: you pick.
1: Well, I was going to say in the same thing about the, the logging journaling kind of thing. I, there's this new app called Blink Buggy. And it does the same thing you're talking about, except it does it for, like, your kids' artwork and quotes and videos and pictures. So that if you're like me and don't ever organize that stuff, it organizes it for you. So all the pictures and videos and stuff you have of your kids. And I thought it was a really cool idea taking pictures of their art because you just throw that shit Oh, you just throw that stuff away. (laughs) But then this way they can at least see some of it without you having to store it. Until they're 30, which is probably when they'll leave home because they have low self-esteem because both their parents are artists.
0: But I mean, I haven't thought this through. (laughs) What's the... Okay, so one of my first thoughts about day one when I started using it was if I ever had a kid, this would be the easiest way to do the equivalent of what my parents did very fastidiously in scrapbooks. And I would never take the time to print out pictures and stick them to pages and... Um, but, you know, Nobody does that digital anymore. diaries could be really great for journaling a young life. Um, what are the export options in this like? Like, what are the chances that your kid turns 30 and moves out and you want to hand them a scrapbook, but the iPhone is no longer in existence? Like, everything has changed. What, it, can you save this stuff?
1: Well, they have... I know that they have a, a they're linked up with this other kind of service where you can actually export your pictures to a people who will make a book for you.
0: All right.
1: They will do I think it's called Milk or something I can't remember because I haven't done it yet. I just found this app and just started using it. Um but uh but I also imagine like I mean I imagine that it's just an account somewhere online and I can give my kids the name and account number they could do whatever they want you, with it.
0: You do know that accounts disappear, right? You know, the services run out of money and they just delete everything.
1: You know, I'm a comedian and I just don't care.
0: <laughs> and that's that's my concern. Is these things come up? Um, you know, my concern, I'm I'm concerned for you. But these things come up and everyone jumps on board, but the company doesn't take the time to plan that far in the future. And no one, the average user, right. doesn't think about that. But I mean, Google has sunset some huge services that people kind of accepted would always oh. be there.
1: Right. That's true. That's true. That's tricky. I've had my stuff stolen so much like my <laughs> I've had computers robbed. I mean, part of me is like, yeah, it's great that it's there. But and I don't know. After a while, like you move boxes of physical stuff from house to house to house. Right. And you never look at it. It's, I mean, it's great to have this stuff and use it while you're using it. But if it gets stolen or disappeared, isn't that kind of just a blessing? I mean,
0: uh, I don't it know. It actually I'm, can I'm... be. I. I you, you might be being funny, but. I've I'm lost terabytes of stuff in my life. And at first, it seems like a tragedy. And then a year yeah. later, I don't, I, I, there's nothing that I was like, oh, I wish I still had that archived. I forget what's there. And maybe that's fine.
1: It's kind of like just because we can store our lives digitally somewhere isn't our life like i mean this is gonna get really existential but like isn't our life right here right now i mean what's happening except this interview nothing to to some
0: extent i do enjoy the scrapbooks that my parents made for me as a kid i love i mean there are parts of my life i wouldn't remember even if i had been sober the whole time um that's true that's true and and that's photographs are great yeah yeah and and that's what (laughs) that's primarily what i lost in my big data loss was terabytes Aww. of photos there's like a four-year gap in my life but that was my fault and in fact yeah, my, was... my last pick will will relate to that but we'll get there what are you gonna say yeah
2: i was i was asking you about you know computers earlier and i was actually I, my the computer i have is so slow and i thought god should i just delete everything what am i gonna miss <laughs> some pictures <laughs> about fifteen thousand, maybe some oh i can't say that um but there's <sighs> nothing <laughs> There's nothing really. I mean, what I could live without it.
1: Those records that you keep for the FBI because you're an
2: informant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, I
1: said shoot. it. Oh, I knew that's oh. what
2: you meant. Oh. Right. <laughs> um,
0: um. Well, and the other part of that is most of that people become hoarders, you know, and they just start saving everything, but most of it is you. available in the cloud. You know, online, like, you can just go search for whatever it was you thought was so important to save. Personal photos being the exception. But, right. I mean, data and information and bookmarks and all of that, you don't well, need to, like, hoard that stuff.
2: Yeah, I, I had a computer stolen right when we started this show, actually. And uh, I had a lot of emails from my birth mother. I'm adopted. And, um... Back and forth, we wrote almost every day for years, and they're all gone. And that sucked. But other so than that, only I didn't locally. care. Well, <laughs> I don't want to slam Hotmail, but they basically. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. If you yeah. had all your stuff in Hotmail. And I, they won't let me in it. Yeah, I, I know how that, that goes. So, so not to slam Hotmail again, but <laughs> but, but Hotmail.
1: But it was H O T. M A I L, just in case um, you want to slam them and you're. Yeah. We're not saying to do that.
2: Yeah, Gmail's great, but Hotmail is.
1: Once again, that's H O T.
0: Let's point out, though, that Hotmail doesn't read your emails and use them to advertise
2: to you. No, they just steal my life. Right. With <laughs> totally my different. Mother. No biggie. All right, so where are we? Uh, you just did Blink Buggy.
0: Mm-hmm. So, okay, my second one is going to be. I'll jump to my. Third one on my list is the quick guide to backing up your Apple life. It's a new short book pu- published by uh, Chris Humphreys, and you can get it on Gumroad. And it's basically it goes through the the bare minimum and then the extra backup measures you can add and make it automatic. Like things that you can set up, pay for, and then just forget about because your life will always be backed up after that.
1: That's great.
0: I will. I will shoot you a link to it, but there will yes, also be a link please. in the show notes. And uh, I. I think, you know, it's a few bucks. Everyone should probably make sure that they have these things covered.
1: Oh, I love that. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm especially because, like, if my computer, I think about that all the time. Like, because I, I'm a writer, and like all of my scripts are on my computer. <laughs> I would die if I lost my computer or anything happened to it. Like it's that that actually more so than pictures because I care more about my words than people. Um Yeah, that's true. <laughs> have you seen quip.com?
2: What is that? What
1: I is have that? not.
0: Is this What is it? It's a, Tell it's us. a very simple version of Google Docs. I mean, just as a rough comparison, they didn't try to be Google Docs, but it allows collaborative editing, sharing, You can store all of your, you know, scripts and notes and, uh, gives you file folders. And then you can export into various formats, docs and markdown and, um, Even,
1: even final draft documents?
0: Not necessarily, but if you Uh. use an intelligent, uh, uh, humane text format, such as, um, uh, why can't I fountain? Have you ever seen fountain?
1: No. Go no. to
0: fountain.io sometime. It's a it's a text-based format that then there are apps that can convert that into final draft. Wow. Yeah, it's a it's a way easier way to write. Huh. Actually, one of my apps, uh, Mart can can preview in in final draft export format while you write in this. Huh. So if you write in that in Quip, yeah, you can basically store all your final draft documents in a format that anyone can contribute to, even if they don't have a two hundred dollar piece of monolithic software on their app
2: on their computer. Wow, Brett, how did you get so smart? Oh, I don't know.
1: Hmm. I feel like he's being modest.
2: I feel like he is too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm into it. Maybe but... that
1: art, maybe that art school's not so bad after
2: all. Mm-hmm. He didn't say it was bad what god you've asked are. people so i'm
1: just saying it's not ivy art <laughs> Jesus, school
0: i actually very much enjoyed art school so i'm, oh, I'm not okay. offended either way
1: all right if you say so <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so let's have one more pick two more picks from you guys oh let's make it one more pick the best of what you have
2: left wow, i think we're boring and I don't think Did you so. Get that just well, there's places bit? we need to be. Okay. No, um,
0: uh, it's a time constraint
2: thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you have
1: another? Um, go for
2: it. I could. Well, no, because mine isn't that.
1: I have fantastic. another app pick, but I don't know if it means anything to anything.
2: Want to find out? Go ahead.
1: Sure. Well.
2: Go ahead. Take the last one. Every. <laughs> no well, do you, I mean no, I can't ahead, think of Mandy, it. No,
1: go It's fine. Okay. We've, okay. If you think of something, jump in.
2: Okay.
1: Um. Every year, I make a. Uh, New Year's resolution to learn Spanish. I'm sorry, Espanol <laughs> for those Spanish speakers out there. And I found Duolingo. Do you know about Duolingo? I have seen that, yeah. It's free Spanish lessons. Oh. And you can just download the app on your phone and you get to practice your
2: Spanish. And it's really cool. That sounds amazing. And it's free. I'm so glad you got the last pick. <laughs> is there one that for German?
1: That doesn't do genuine. <laughs> yes, there is. There is one for German and for French, they have all the languages. And if you want to expand your world and be able to speak to non-English speakers then. Nope. You know. See, I think that's why it's not I know all the languages. You. You, I know
2: you do. Do you guys watch Chelsea does? No. Is that Chelsea lately or Chelsea Handler's new show? Yes. I it's on Netflix?
0: Yeah. It's I have it, not watched it. It is in my opinion fantastic. Oh, you really? should watch it. There's one where she she does an episode on racism which I, yeah, I had mixed feelings about the episode as a whole, but she is awesome, and she went down to talk to one of the Minutemen at the U.S.-Mexico border, one of those self-vigilante like vigilante border patrol guards, uh. And, uh, and he was adamant that everyone has to speak English, huh? and he was actually conversing over the border with Mexican citizens and and demanding English. <laughs> and, and saying, thank you for speaking English. And it was, yeah, I, I I love the idea of speaking more than one language. And I can read Spanish pretty well. I can't speak fluently without a lot of thinking. Yeah, But a, a, a flashcard program. And I really want to learn German. I really want to. I don't oh. know why.
1: Well, do Duolingo. It's super easy. And it's just, it's only like five or ten minutes of practice at a time. It's like, it's good.
0: All right, so Twitter came out with a an update to their Mac client, and uh, I I didn't like it, I disliked it to the extent that I switched back to Tweetbot, which I hadn't used for a while, but I have to say that I'm completely sold on Tweetbot right now, uh, both on my iPhone and my Mac.
1: Interesting. I have, like have
2: Tweetbot. You're talking about the app, the app that you get the get Twitter from, right? No,
0: it's, it's a Twitter client. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And uh, it's a third-party Twitter client, but they have done a great job of circumventing Twitter's API. You guys don't care about this, but um, but you can have multiple columns. So, like, right now, I have five different accounts with the mentions spread out across my screen all Whoa. in their own column. And I can see new mentions coming in in columns. And if I hit reply on any of those, it replies from the correct account, which I've made mistakes in before. But... Um, Oh, that's great. That is great. Completely customizable. You can have regular expression mutes. So you can say anything that contains, you know, this word or this series of words or this hashtag. Just don't show it to me at all. And that uh, those mute filters will transfer from your Mac to your iPhone. So if you make it one place, it'll block it everywhere. And it's nice.
1: That's cool. Yeah. I love it.
2: I'm just going to throw in my pick. Instagram is this new thing, and you get to put pictures up. <laughs> no, of stuff.
1: Let's not. I, I would. I, I wish we would have talked about that before you said it.
0: I'm sorry. I, I have to admit, I am amazed at how big Instagram has gotten. While I wasn't looking.
1: Oh, it's the biggest thing ever. It's Everybody's amazing. on Instagram. Uh,
0: I, I just realized this in the last year. I realized that all of these, most of the major movie stars have way more activity and followers on Instagram than anywhere else. Yep. I don't know if I understand oh, that fully, but it's probably because most of them don't have a lot to say but more to show.
1: Yes. I, people, well, that... people
0: would just rather look at pictures of them than actually hear opinions and whatnot. Oh god yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Where have you been, Brett? Yeah. <laughs> I live in I live in a small bubble, like I said. <laughs> I live Do in a know? bubble where people are half the time don't even use their own face as avatars.
2: Are you oh. on Instagram, Brett? Yes. You are. And do you post ever? Yeah. I just did yesterday. I Twice. might follow you.
0: It's uh, T.T. Scoff. Okay. Just like he everywhere means, else.
1: He means that literally, though. I mean, just saying, I'm, watch I'm
0: back. I'm in a
2: car. and Look behind you.
0: Watch I'm back. I, do, I have a couple dogs that I have considered their mortality recently. So... <laughs>
2: Uh, we'll be there for you. Right. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about where people can find out more about you. I have mandyfabian.com for Amanda. Um, yes. Where else should people look, especially for Paul, because I don't have anything for you?
2: Uh, I'm very elusive.
1: Instagram. Instagram. At Paul Witten, right?
2: Paul oh. underscore Witten, W-I-T-T-E-N. Uh, so they can find me there, Instagram.
1: And we're both on Twitter. And
2: Twitter, Mandy...
1: At MandyFab1.
2: At MandyFab1, and I'm at Paul Witten, P-A-U-L-W-I-T-T-E-N. A- and then and we also, also have, at Dropping the Soap.
1: Yeah, at Dropping the Soap, which is how you'd find out just about everything about the show right Yeah, now. we just
2: kind of started trying to have some kind of presence because we just wrapped literally not even a week ago. So yeah. we're going to start in post- it's and, all,
1: yeah, it's all going to start coming flooding in, so people yeah. want to be ready. All
0: right, I, I need to ask. That's awesome, but I need to ask a question. Uh, was there another Mandy Fab on Twitter?
1: Mm, Mandy Fab One, the number one is I, me. Yeah, I
0: get that, but was oh. it? Why did you have to add the one? Oh, that's a good. There must have been another Mandy Fab. And in that case, why didn't you just go with like Fabian? Yeah, because why Mandy?
1: Mandy Fabian. Somebody out there has at Mandy Fabian and she has like three followers and has tweeted twice and she won't. I I don't know how to get to her. You
0: just went with Mandy Fab one like you were a hotmail user.
1: Well, because I am a Fab one. (laughs) Because I am a Fab one.
2: That's a horrible handle.
1: I mean, <laughs> it's you
2: realize. I that. don't really
1: think it's about the handle. I think it's what's inside the box that counts.
2: No, well, I think uh, hey, your my, box my handle, doesn't matter to me. Trust my handle me. is a
0: blob of letters that requires like a whole backstory and explanation, but yeah, I, I yeah, branded
2: t- it. It works. TT t- scoff. What is yeah. that?
0: I'll, I'll I'll see if I can find one of the episodes I've explained it in before. But the short story is when I was a punk rocker and. They asked for a name to put on the record because everyone was using handles. My name was T.T. T. Scofflaw, and that just kind of stuck. So T.T. Like T. Scoff was when when the internet became a thing and handles could only be a certain number of characters, like seven characters. T.T. T. Scoff was the shortened version of it, and it just has always
2: been there. I like it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've always wanted to be number one. I am not. A, I'm not ashamed of my handle, by the way. Just oh, so you're you going know. back
2: to the handle. We were joking. It's okay. Whatever. It's it's fine. It's, Words, she's hurts, feeling, she's sensitive. Words
1: hurt, guys. Words hurt. Sorry,
0: Brett. It's, I think I
1: might need a corn chip.
0: You should write a medium <laughs> post about it. <laughs> oh, I will. We're gonna do a short.
1: <laughs> I, I'm starting an anonymous <laughs> blog today.
0: Or an interpretive dance. <laughs> yeah. If, if you can get Jillian to play me in your short, Done. I, I would love it done she's so funny she's so amazing (laughs) all right thank you so much thank you this is this has been great hopefully uh my final mix will be good but it sounded amazingly good in my headphones for doing an impromptu three-person call yeah
1: yeah well we deliver brett we aim to please
0: cowboy take me away we'll get that we'll
1: send that off too yeah i'll
2: i'll perfect that i was a little off key a little pitchy it won't be so flat let me (laughs) do we have to pay for that all right well thanks
0: everybody for listening <laughs> we'll uh we'll be back in a couple weeks thanks to uh thanks to mandy and paul for showing up and for being wonderfully entertaining and uh and this was episode i think 159 and you can find me as tt scoff everywhere and system cast s y s t m c a s t on twitter And go leave some iTunes reviews because I love hearing from you. So thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon.